There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, did I get snot on you then? No. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. They didn't both come out. Yeah. I mean, um, that, that was, a, that was an... Uh, a, a, an audible treat for, for the, people that were listening. For, for our listeners, um, I just fired popcorn out my nose. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Go on to um, YouTube, search hardcore listening, and you can see that for your very self. But what you a pro- fucking dickhead you, you are. probably got more time. You've got more better things to do. Is dickhead a rude word? A swear word? It's a swear word, I think. You like dickhead, I don't love you? dickhead, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, yeah, I kept it out because uh, it feel, dick feels like um, dickheads. And ins- yeah. Popcorn's good, isn't it? Popcorn's a, is quality, yeah. This is what sweet and salty, this one. Yeah, yeah. I've been a right cruncher, haven't I, yeah, this episode? Have, yeah. Oh, and a bit of it, yeah. Um, this episode, there's a little caveat in there. Welcome well, back to part yeah. two of Hardcore Listing with Chris and Stu. This week we're doing your uh, users, um, list of submitted top fives. Yeah, we didn't and even, we're, did we even say that in the last episode? We kind of did. Oh, right. And so we're rattling them through them today. We didn't, we, we didn't want to get too D&M tonight. We just wanted a little bit of fun because we haven't got a lot of time. We're busy men. I'm glossing my house currently, um, redecorating. I've got it all out of the floorboards now. Yep. So it's just a case of redecorating and knowing yeah. how it happened. Yeah. Make sure that concrete in the patio's dried up out yeah. the back and You can just probably get a light skim of plaster on them nail marks on the walls. Do you reckon? Yeah, that'd go. Cheers for your help, man. Uh, um, so then mate, um oh before we go any further, um have you noticed this lovely wonderful T shirt I'm wearing tonight? That looks like the work of um esteemed artist Riker. Yes. Um, I'm loving it and I'll tell you what that t-shirt looks like a Redshift Rebels t-shirt it is mate it is it's a Redshift t-shirt it's a collaboration we did with our man Ryan who was on the was one of our most successful episodes to date actually mm. um, and we did a collaboration a long time ago and then I sat on it and never released it so like, we like have it lazy. now um, we've got the and this also comes with a print so Riker did a print of Han Solo's face and this is the triple hand. He's very well known for doing these sort of like double hand yep. uh, reproductions. And uh, so we did three across this t-shirt. It looks really neat. Um, yeah, so not only do you get this, you actually get a limited edition print that he's not released anywhere else as well. So Has he signed that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's all for 50 quid. So instead of spending like, you know, his stuff. I mean, this uh, piece up here, Brad, I, I don't know if this is all in actually up here, mate. Is it? This little bad boy. These nice. bad boys, these what, ain't what, cheap. Again, this is this is Chris forgetting this is a podcast. No, I'm He's pointing to a brass crucifix. With a stormtrooper on it. Yeah. Which, know, I know you're showing the camera it, Chris, but everybody down to this low yeah, system I'm listens really, to it on really, the, really struggling on, on their this. phones. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, get your, get your new T-shirt and uh, get a piece of art to take home with it. Where Pretty from? Pretty sweet. Um, www.redshiftrebels.com. And it's in the store, but it's also on the front page at the moment as well. But we don't have that many left now. Um, so, obviously, um, Ryan only printed, um, you know, a few of those prints. I think we did 50 in total. Um, and we released, like, we, we gave 10 away and, and sold a few to start with. So, we only actually had 40 for, for the general public. And they're dwindling. So, yeah, get your hands on them. Speaking of other things that um, are selling very quickly mm-hmm. and there's not many left, um, should you want to come and um, meet Riker as well? Um, and stand a chance of winning a one-off unique piece of Riker's um, art. Yeah. Um, he will be at Hardcore Listing Live 
the first ever live show. Yeah, man. And um, have you checked the ticket link? Like ourselves. See tickets, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah today yeah. We've, we had another yep. bunch go, didn't yep. we? Yeah, yeah. So um, there's... How many's left? About, I think we've got about 35 tickets left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so get them um, and come along. Yeah, so we're going to have a busy night. It's going to be good. Looking forward to it. Um, we've not actually thought of what we're going to do yet. We've got a few get, ideas, haven't we? We've got a few train We've got a few journeys, haven't we, Sunday yeah. and whatnot. So we can, we can you know, finalise it all there. But um, oh, yeah, what we've already discussed, Sunday, I? I think it sounds like it's going to be quite fun. Yeah, uh, yeah heads up, guys. We're... Um, we're we're off to Kent on Sunday, and um, we're we're recording with um, the Blue Tones. Can't wait, um, man! With the lovely Mark Morris. Yeah, man. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, have we rattled on about everything? Yeah, you need yeah, to yeah. Rattle yeah. On about. Enough. Enough plugging. Yeah. Yeah. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Um, yeah, okay. Well, um, what ones do you want to do? Have you got any others that you've 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 even thought about? Yeah, or I, just... thought, I thought one that was really good by Kevin Henderson. He he did uh, a few good ones. Top five holiday destinations or experiences. Top five film posters is the one I want to do. Right. So Brilliant. yeah, top, top, very visual for a podcast. Top five film posters. Say, Chris. <laughs> right, go on in. So special mention. So, what makes a film poster? Have you got any that really Paper. sort of any that particularly stand out to you? Um, well, again, I apologise to those that are listening to this, but um, I have a uh, film poster framed just over my left shoulder um, from uh, a film from probably about 1979 called The Wanderers, which I grew up loving. Um, and yeah, that's kind of good. But um, when I think of Film posters, um, two that spring to mind, mm. um, Star Wars. Um, but I think in, the one that really jumped at me when it came out was um, Train Spotting. Yeah. Like, all of them, like, in the, the kind of, I don't know what you'd call it. But, line-up, um, aren't they, really? In the line-up, yeah. yeah. Spud with the glasses on and... Mm. Uh, Went and soaking wet. Soaking wet, wet yeah. Sick boy with his hand like that yeah. to the camera. Yeah. Um, yeah, Begbie. No, it was sick. It was great. Great colour choices as well. Yeah. The grey with the bright orange. It yeah. was really good. And it always reminded me a little bit of um, Reservoir Dogs when they had them all just walking yeah, yeah, along, yeah. Mr. Yeah. White, Mr. I thought that was... A, that. And they, they, again, they did a similar campaign of just having one yeah, on each yeah, different yeah, poster. Yeah. You know, I think so. And what Star Wars might well um, take the top spot for me, Empire Strikes Back. Reason being is I love that era of um, a move, poster work where they would paint the paint it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so a lot of the time now they don't really do that, do they? A lot of the time now it's either computer graphics or it's actually photo shots from the movie itself. Yeah. But I love the fact that someone would go and they would have had to have a good idea of what was in the movie, and then they would do a collage. And the one that I like from Empire Strikes Back is the one where it's sort of like it's almost the shape of Darth Vader, but within Darth Vader, there's paintings of all the different yeah, action yeah, yeah, scenes yeah, yeah, that's yeah. happening yeah. within it. And I just think that's phenomenal. I think it just captures absolutely everything. Yeah. And it's not as lazy as really photoshopping it out straight out of the movie and, and whatnot. I love that era, era of movie posters. Even if really the first one I saw from them was sort of like Empire uh, Return of the Jedi, which yep. I love. I got that yep. as a t-shirt. It's one of my favourite ones as well. So that would be probably my number one spot. Yeah. But it's the other thing that I love about movie posters, and the reason why I thought this was a great one to talk about is movie posters have always got the slug line in the film. How like you know the idea of a slug line is just just one sentence normally that draws you in and makes gives you an idea of what that movie's about. Say, Alien was in space, no one can hear you scream. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a vibe of, of what the movie's about. Yep. So I'm a fuck, I love I love a slug line. I love yeah. to see what that buy-in is in order to draw and, and capture the imagination of an audience. But normally, a lot of the time, they're quite clever like that, mm. like Alien ones. It's the slug line for straight to the A. <laughs> 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 Got to get that. Got to get that. Anyone who hasn't seen it, it's a great family film. A uh, nice one for a Christmas day, I'd like to say. Yeah. Waking up. 
pop that one on off after Miracle on 54th Street. It, has anybody out there got a copy of Straight to the A? Like, um, because, well, I don't think I've seen it since we I worked uh, in in a different office about 10 years ago. Um, and if you're wondering what we're talking about, if you haven't listened to previous podcasts, uh, <laughs> funnily enough, um, but we won't go into it. If you want to find out about it, go and download the other podcast, you slags. Yeah. Um, so my fi- one of my favourite slug lines, which wasn't serious at all, was for, and you're going to be surprised, this, it was uh, Jason Statham, he did movie Crank. Did you ever see Crank? No, of course not. So basically in it, he gets... Uh, he Is that gets, the thing where he's got the ticker in his heart? <laughs> yeah, if yeah. He goes under, oh, my If his God. adrenaline drops down below a certain thing, he dies, yeah. so he has to keep pumped up. Yeah. So it's a very fast-paced movie. You know. What's the line? So for Crank, at the end of Crank, he falls out of a plane. Yeah. Jump starts his heart, but then he just hits a car, and he's fallen out of a plane by about two or three miles. He yeah. just hits a car and dies. Crank 2, which no one saw coming, was uh, he's dead. He just got better. <laughs> to me that is poetry that, yeah. that is like brilliant in terms of how many people were sitting in, in that marketing meeting I tell you what whoever did I would have I would have got up and I would have just clapped like I a reckon, villain I would I have reckon, been like that I reckon that marketing meeting well, let's reenact that marketing meeting right I'm going to go right so um, we're going to come back with Crank 2 and I'm going to go but he's dead mm-hmm. He just got better because <laughs> they were probably all off their fucking faces, wasn't they? That, it wasn't that wasn't a yeah. you know it wasn't a, didn't take a lot of time, but it was genius. The Exorcist is quite a good um, poster. Oh mate, that one when he's looking up the alley, you mm. know, and there's the light. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 you know uh, yeah. hair standing on end sort yeah, of shit that was. Bit, that's a bit creepy. Yeah, yeah. and and actually probably my second favourite of all time is the thing, which comes from that. Again, it's, it's that 80s sort of horror, painted that's, style. That's pre-80s, I reckon, the thing. Was it 79? Mm. Might have been, been 78, 79. Um, and he's, or is it 82? I, th- I can't remember. And he's, uh, he's got, it's the guy and he's standing there and he's got the sort of anorak on, the snow, the Antarctic suit, and the light is just beaming yeah, out of yeah, his face. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that's a dope, I just think that's a really cool, like, mystery, but also quite sh- shocking and scary. And it captures what the, Really, the movie is about which is identity or un- unknown identity, and I thought that was dope. Clockwork Orange. Co- Clockwork Orange is a, is a really good <laughs> it's one. Like Cockwork. Cockwork Orange. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a, another cracking yeah. cracking movie. Platoon's poster. got a really good. Um, it's is uh, that the one where he's it's Defoe, isn't it? Is he's running yeah, for the plane? Yeah, yeah, and he's got um, his arms uh, outstretched and he's being shot. Yeah, he's getting done. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um, again, um, another one which really captured my imagination is uh, Jaws, and you've got the little girl swimmer, and then yeah, you've got the yeah, fucking yeah, 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 yeah. giant proportion shark. Yeah. That's terror. Ter- yeah, that's man. terrific. That's though. up there with Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Are we are we done on films? Robocop. I love that one. I thought that looked really futuristic. And a more recent one, which the movie wasn't all that good, was uh, Total Recall. When they re-released it, they did a bunch of posters that were as if they were advertising the sort of mind holidays that are in Total Recall. Oh, right. So, like, get away. Do you, have you ever dreamt of being a secret agent or go here? Yeah. And they were just doing legit adverts for those, which I thought was a really cracking movie poster. I've seen that once, I think. The new one? No, any of them. There's only uh, there's only one other with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I think I saw it once. What are you kidding me? Is that the one? You're joking. You know I'm not big on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Open your mind. Is that the one where they go they walk past like that X-ray machine thing? Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's cracking. Mm. Ah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that really. Didn't really like Terminator. Didn't really like. You're um, a fucking muppet. You are. What's the other one? Is it Terminator with Apollo Creed in it? No, that's Predator, for oh, yeah. fuck's sake. Don't, don't like that. That's one of the best movies that's ever yeah. been made. If that ever comes on TV, yeah. I almost have to watch it. I almost have to yeah. watch it. It's it's in my DVD collection. All right. Uh, <laughs> and Predator 2, <laughs> which I've seen just as much. Um, I have to watch it. I've, there's something about this communal thing that when it's on, I'm thinking other people are watching this shit. Oh, I remember like going around my mates when I was really young and... Watching Tough guy. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. And I think, is it... What was the one after? It was Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer, wasn't mm-hmm. there? I think it's Barbarian at the beginning. 
he, no, he knobs a, a bird in it. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, this looks good. Because I was probably about nine, just thinking, oh, my God, I've just seen some boobs. Like, yeah. Um, I remember quite liking that film. Yeah. And I watched Commando quite a few times. Um, but all the others, I just don't really get it. I don't really get that. Like, I mean, loads of people I know love them films, and I just, it just it ain't my thing. You were too, I think you're a bit too cool for school back then. No, I don't think so. I think so. when you, as you grew up, because you were quite wacky and Indian into the music scene and that, I think you went down that road and you wasn't so much into the, 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 the fantasy, science fiction sort of stuff. And I, I think that's why you I don't really I tried buying them fighting it. fantasy books. Uh, when I was probably just before I went to secondary school, we mentioned that on a drunk cast, mm. didn't we? Some of them, mm. and like, and I yeah. and let them like turn the page, whatever, if you want to mm. fucking wank off an elk or whatever mm. it is. Like, have you still got that one? Because that sounds um, good, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I, I, do you know what? When I used to see like all the, all the blokes like painting them little soldiers in the in the um, games workshop, mm. um. I did used to think they look really good, them yeah, little yeah. figures. Yeah. But <coughs> Excuse me. It captures people's imaginations, but yeah. I just think you either have that or, <coughs> or you don't bless you. I, I, you either have that sort of... Ma- I do. I love it. I haven't got that sort of vivid imagination yeah. in, 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 in grocery... In, mm. in, in, in grocery? What's the word I'm looking for? In, in grocery? Yeah, myself into that. Mm. Um, I, to me, gross, yeah. music I, I pulled me in like yeah. that. And I think... I just was always wanting to watch something that was either going to like really make me laugh mm. or really make me uncomfortable mm. and uh, or make me really upset. And uh, and films like that just don't. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, mm. I can't, I have no emotion, emotional connection to it mm. because I, I, I just, yeah. I'm yeah, because you, cause you, you, you can't hold your, dis- you, you're not very good at suspending your disbelief it's not in that real. sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's suspending your dis- yeah. disbelief, mate. And yeah. and some people dig it and some don't. Yeah. I'd say nine, I'd say seventy five percent of my mates are in your in your yeah. camp. My, and my, there's my, a my few of my mates. He's obsessed with, yeah, with Predator man. and Terminator yeah. Yeah. and Alien and all that stuff oh, you like. Man. And yeah. just ain't my bag, mate. Because it's because there's a book I read years and years ago. This wasn't the reason why. I mean, I've always loved that shit. I mean, I it, to me it goes back to the toys as a childhood, like He Man and stuff like that. we were talking about Riker. That's where my imagination comes from. Is the books I used to read like that. And the maps on the back of those books used yeah, to I set my mind off. Like, yeah, strange, isn't it? But um, but there was a book I read um, called A Hero with a Thousand Faces. And it was a book that had inspired, ju- ju- helped George Lucas finish Star Wars. Did he wear glasses? Um, what, who, what, the, the hero? <laughs> I was just thinking, he'd have to have loads of pairs, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and it is all about how there's about seven main storylines. It's a, it's a breakdown of humans and storylines throughout the ages and what we tell people and what we pass on to our kids and there's predominantly six or seven in anything and it doesn't matter if it's a real life drama or if it's if it's bloody Star Wars and it's so true so that's why for me oh I love all that mystic element I love that I love the 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 the, 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 the escape right from the reality from reality but, but yeah I'm going to touch on something now which um, my helmet I'm not gonna um, touch your um, ding dong. Um, I know I'm gonna regret asking you this, but um, the other night I, I've I've started having quite odd dreams, mm-hmm. and uh, I scream, um, but it's a suppressed scream, and it's a really fucking horrifying sound, mm-hmm. um, and I've probably done it maybe seven times now. And how, how often and recently? Uh, in the last six months? Oh, last week. All the same, what, the same thing? Um, no, um, two weeks ago, um, I dreamt I was um, on my front, laying yeah. down, and I had maybe six or seven guys beating me up. You know, <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you going down I, the Bukaki front I, I, again I didn't, then. I didn't leave any gaps for you to get in there, did I? <laughs> um, yeah, and they, they were just kicking me and punching me, and I couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. And then I just thought, right, I'm going to push myself up, and I sort of pushed myself up and sort of wanted to scream mm. and woke my wife and children up mm-hmm. just making this like sort of <laughs> noise mm-hmm. but like 
but with my mouth shut, it's a really weird yeah, okay. noise, and I can hear it when I'm doing it. Mm. And like, and, and and Carol was like literally like pushing me, saying like, "Stop, stop! Yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right." Yeah, yeah. And I sort of like just literally like pushed up, and like I'm sort of, so she's she sort of gone back, and mm. and then she was like, "Wake up!" And mm. I was just like, "Oh God, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. You're right." And she was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm fine." Like, and I was just mm-hmm. like, "She was like, you was doing that thing again," yeah. and I was like. Fuck! Mm. And then literally the kids come in and were like, "What's going on?" Mm. And I was like, "I had another really weird dream." But yeah, then the other day I had it and I just undone a, a like my door and I dreamt I was with my daughter mm-hmm. and she went, "Are you gonna go out there? It's really dark." And I went, "Yeah." And as I put like my hands outside the door, someone cuffed my hands and tried to pull me out the door, and I just literally started screaming again. Okay. Like and uh, not as loud and, and straight away, I was like. Wake up, and I was like, "Sorry, I done that thing, mm-hmm. didn't I?" Mm-hmm. And like, my heart weren't racing as it was the first time. Yeah, but I've done it loads. Yeah, and it's just quite weird. It's like I really, and as I'm making that screaming noise, I kind of know I'm dreaming. Yeah, and like, and I know I'm gonna wake up as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just weird because you, I don't know what it means, but I heard you like boring people about dreaming. About lucid yeah. dreaming. Yeah. And, I'm not uh, an expert. I've done that for what, however long. Since I was like seven or eight. Right. So, so I do have quite a strong grasp of dreams, but I'm not a dream psychologist. But I can just give you a rough opinion on what I think that might be. Right, brilliant. This is going to be at my detriment, isn't it? No, it isn't, genuinely. Because you've asked in a genuine yeah. way. I would say it feels like you're suppressing something and not saying something. Or something's frustrating you and you've not either spoke out on it or you was in a situation where you were like having to hold your tongue. And mm-hmm. if you think of your holiday, yeah. that would be a big part of it. And, I, I, you know, other things when, when we talk, and you're like, oh, that's fucking me off at the moment. It's not like, you know, it's not to do with your family, yeah. but it's like, you know, work and stuff like that sometimes annoys you and stuff yeah. like that. I, that, that. That's what that feels like to me. As my initial, my initial thing would be suppression. That, 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 that silent scream seems like suppression. You want to do it, but you're muting it yourself. That's and dark, again, yeah. and you get him, you get him battered down. Sounds a lot yeah. like that. But here's a, here's 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 something. It'll pass. It will. But you, are you ever aware that you're doing this? Are you ever going to these dreams? You're like, oh, I'm in a bit of a shit situation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So because that's how I started controlling my dreams back when I was fucking seven or eight, is I kept on having what I now realise, but that I didn't know until my late twenties because it wasn't really ever discussed were night terrors I didn't realise right. that was what I was having but see, that's, but, that's what I just presumed I was doing but it's see the thing is I always think it's an advantage if you if they're significant enough that you start realising that you're in a dream then your conscious is awakening in your sleeping state and that's how you start that's how I started controlling my dreams because I was aware then that it was a dream and if you then combine that with the fact it's your brain yeah that is your domain. You have complete, ultimately, whilst That's got to be weird though, hasn't it? To try and like, uh, be, be that aware that you can then change the course of your, you're saying you can control and I've change done that, I've done that since, I've done that since that age. So I know it's, it's not a case of is it possible, it's possible. I'm saying it's possible because I've done it my whole life. It, it comes in and out of how much I do it because it's not, people who do it a lot would probably get it but most people I ever speak to don't really get it. When I go, it's kind of bad for my health because, it's amazing, but it's like heroin. It's addictive, and it makes reality very boring. <laughs> if you could do anything you want to do in your dreams, anything you could imagine, when you wake up, when you get that good at it, when you wake up, it's kind of like, what am I going well, to go downstairs and have some toast now? It's it's that strange. Yeah, it's, it's, with it's, a full erection. That's never bothered me, even when I lived at home with my mum and dad. So shall we move on? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for that little uh, little derail in there. You can get off the leather the leather sofa now. That that first session's free. Um, top five sporting moments. Um, top five. Yeah, sporting moments. By that, I imagine amazing moments that you were present for. That you it? not necessarily at the event, but okay. you know, witnessed it. As it happened on television, or yeah, okay, Gwenny? yeah, 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 yeah. Gwenny. The one I was present for would have to be MVP cuts crushing in cyborg skull. 
yeah, I was sitting next to you. Yeah, that was fucking mental, wasn't it? Like yeah. that whole run up to it, his walk out and all that, it was absolutely just absolutely the shit. That will um, um be one of them things that um if you don't know what we're talking about, um Michael Venom Page is a mixed martial artist that he's getting a lot of attention at the moment and he's he's not signed to the UFC yet, has he? No. He's fighting for Bellator. Yeah. But um a lot of you might have just seen it get posted around on social media because he threw a flying knee um, and the x-rays come out the next day and he, he, he literally crushed the guy's forehead in, didn't he? Yeah. It was horrific. Um, and then he celebrated with a Pokemon, is it? Yeah, he rolled a little uh, yeah. Pokeball, Pokedex at the... Yeah. Him collected him, yeah. Because uh, Pokemon, that game was all the rage at that point, right, when it? Everyone yeah. was walking around on their phones. Mm. But so yeah, that was... Brilliant. I mean, yeah, that was... I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that was definitely one. Absolute hype. How about you then, brother? Um, I'm not a football fan. Um, I was, I was a, mm-hmm. obsessed with football for years. Um, until I got to like probably 15 and, uh, maybe 16 and I was a huge Arsenal fan. Um, but, um, there was a game of football and I think 89 and, uh, and it was Arsenal versus Liverpool and, um, and Arsenal had to win by one goal to, um, win the, the league and it was against Liverpool it weren't like it like weren't a cup final as such but they had to you know score that goal um, and it was literally the last minute of extra time and I think it was I can't think it was fine Smith oh Smith, and then it was like Thomas and I just remember that the, the commentator saying it's up for grabs now and in the last minute of extra time he just tucked that goal away and, and Arsenal won the league and it was it was amazing and like and I, I get goosebumps thinking about it now and 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 it was so weird because it was such a big part of my life football yeah. for so long, and then literally I think I must have been sixteen and started college and all of a sudden, you know, hang on a minute, who's the Stone Roses? <laughs> and it was like and then everything changed. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. it was like just got into music, yeah. girls and stuff like that, and 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 bands and football just. And then I think it was that season that football stadiums become all seater as well. Right. You couldn't stand at football anymore. And I think that ticket prices went sky high. And, yep. like, and so it wasn't an option. And and I've never watched really a game. For, I occasionally watched bits and pieces of the World Cup. But I just, yeah, I don't, I, I have no interest in it at all now. And uh, I was kind of the same. Like when I, my, I, I would say one of my football experiences was say the Euro 96 was Euro 96, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because I was 16 then, so alcohol just started, you know, really yeah. going out and drinking was a thing. Yeah. And, and we, we, there was a bar we could always get served in, which my mate's uncle owned. I won't name him on fucking air now. Um, but it was awesome. And I remember that whole, like, that whole couple of weeks of going yeah. there, drinking Guinness at a pool. I can't give any more <laughs> the details away. And watching that was, was, was something special. Yeah. It really was, really getting, getting into it. And a couple more years, I sort of was enjoyed watching the the nationals and that, but I, I, I international teams. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm done with that now. Yeah. Um, another sporting moment for me would be um, seeing um, Usain Bolt break the, break the record that for uh, break the world record the first time hundred meters when he he was just looking. Do you remember? And he just had the, he won it and he could have towered off at about eighty meters. Yeah, he, you know, and he could have broke the record even further yeah. but actually shiver, shiver literally shivers down my spine watching that yeah. I was absolutely the 100 metres is one of those sports isn't it that the world will watch because everyone's attention span can last the 100 metres I wrote down Ben Johnson oh right um, yeah because I think that was where was the Olympics that year it's this 80s isn't it yeah this was, it was was it in Los Angeles I think and I just remember like Cole Lewis was just the man yeah Course, and yeah. uh, what was it soul? Like, um, but I remember um, being really young and, and not particularly liking um, uh, uh, Carl Lewis, thinking mm-hmm. he was quite flash. Right. And uh, and then there was this kind of Canadian dude that that just looked pretty angry. And hench, wasn't and, he? Then, yeah, and it was probably because he was roided off. His shit. Yeah, he was juiced right up, yeah. wasn't he? Um, and I remember just seeing him literally. Fucking explode out in them blocks and just—I'd never seen anything like it. I was just like, that, "That's the one of the fastest fucking things you're ever going to see." Mm. 
and then obviously all the madness that ensued after that but um yeah that 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 was a spectacular one um tyson v lewis no no too many tyson fight um i remember being in butlins um with um my friend and his dad and um and his dad um was a broker boxer um and uh and, and and fought some 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 bods and uh and he said like boys do you want to, do you want to wake up in the night and I'll we watch the fight and it was um Tyson was fighting um oh god um the brother of oh god he was the one he'd done him in 91 seconds he was the the, the cruiserweight champ um and it was the one when you literally see him get in the ring and it's, it's a quite an iconic kind of stare down and he's petrified absolutely petrified of tyson um oh, i can't believe i forgot his name um michael spinks right, um, okay. and he was you know he was a weapon and uh and and i remember just seeing like getting up at three o'clock in the morning and being like however old i was sort of 14 and just thinking oh here we go here we go here we go and like and just you know, I remember like my mates that going, you you gotta watch this Spinks guy, he moves well and like and fuck it. Tyson walked through just, him. just literally nine I think it was ninety three seconds, something like that. It was like unbelievable. But I remember seeing like they used to be on like a nine thirty on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Um when Tyson first kind of come onto the scene and I and I remember like watching him win the belt against Burbick and then Bonecrusher Smith and then Tyrell Biggs, Pinkland Thomas, and just every it just felt like at one point like every Sunday morning you just got up and Tyson was fighting. And every time it was just like no one's gonna stop this. This this guy's just incredible. Yeah. Who who's gonna be the downfall? And, and obviously it was his own downfall, do you know what I mean? And uh yeah. but yeah, I, I remember that. And, and and one other one which was a moment where I was again with you, was Conor McGregor versus Aldo. Yeah. And just thinking it's going to be that the, the party train's going to derail here yeah. because, you know, he's getting in the ring with, with Jose yeah. Aldo and that guy don't fuck around. Yeah. And whatever it was, 10 seconds. seconds. Like, we, we'd all stayed up and it was probably yeah. like the sun was up, wasn't it? And we, yeah. we was literally sitting in Pip's front room yeah. thinking, right, here we go. And I think we was all just like, fuck. Yeah, yeah man. What, what just happened there? Yeah. And like, I don't even know if any of us said anything. I think yeah. we was all just like, oh my God. Like, mm. Yeah, that was, that was pretty crazy. One other UFC fight. I would have to give it to that McGregor fight. Another one was um, little, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, the New Yorker. Um, Eddie Alvarez? No, 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 no. Um, Frankie Edgar Yeah. versus, um, they had two fights in there. The geezer was quite a lot bigger than him. And but in both fights he Edgar won, but in both fights he gets shook right near the start of it. Grayson, Gray Maynard, Gray Maynard, yeah. Both those fights are yeah. absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah. Edgar gets rocked, son. Yeah. And then he comes back, and yeah. it's just that kid's heart, man. You gotta yeah. love Frankie Edgar for that. That's, That's what fucking everyone does. Got and, and 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 I do recall vividly. Um, the uh, Diego Maradona hand of God. Like, remember oh, that really? Goal? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Wow. And like, and I remember just seeing that and just being absolutely gutted. Yeah. Like, and oh yeah, my god, that was um, that was a moment, definitely. Um, yeah, good, good question, yeah. uh, Kevin Henderson. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you very much. Well done, Kev. Um, on you then, fella. Is it or is it on me? Um, um, he top... also done the top five holiday destinations. Yeah, go on then. You got any you want to say? Um... Or should we give someone else a chance? Yeah. Name one. Um, I'll say Reykjavik. Oh, nice. Uh, I'll say Avoriaz. Where? Uh, Avoriaz, snowboarding. So that's um, France. Oh, you radical yeah. prick. <laughs> uh, um, we're going to do one each. Yeah. Oh. Let's move on. Because we've done, we've done them. Top okay. five. Um, <laughs> that's the one about wanks. It's all one about wanks somewhere. Top five wanks that you shouldn't admit to or something like that. <laughs> Come on, Craig, Chris. <laughs> so I've only got one that I always find endlessly funny right. of, of the literally billions that I've probably had. Yep. Um, is I had a wank in my dad's office once <laughs> and the door to the office was open and people were just walking past. <laughs> <laughs> Where was your dad? I, he hadn't even gone far. He'd gone to one of the other off. Like, so my dad worked in this place, right? Like, he had his company, and his company had an office on an industrial site, and it was part of a big... <laughs> and everyone was in units. And the units were all connected by a corridor. It was a large place. It was kind of quite busy. And you know what it's like when you're fucking... You're a young lad. Like, you just... It's just always a... You know, it's just a it's constant problem, isn't it? You know, sex on your brain all the time. And um, there was a hairdresser's next door, and I'd walk past the hairdressers, and I'd seen quite a tasty-looking sort of a milf in there. Yeah, and so you thought, I know. <laughs> and my dad said, oh, I got a nip out, and I was doing his books. At 16, I was doing my dad's VAT books, right? And he nipped out, and I just couldn't get it out of my head. And I was like, I could go to the toilet, which was not very far yeah. away. It's not as sexy, though, is it? <laughs> oh, no, what might be good? I'll <laughs> just... Bagged one out then and then. The door, the door was wide open, man. The door was open. People were walking past. I had a computer screen. No, I was just fucking thrashing one out. Yeah, I do believe that. Like, that is like a high risk. Like, that is danger level. That is like a high risk wanking. Yeah, that that's, that's pure that's Michael just... Hutchins. Yeah. Like, um, I, I've got a couple um, which I'm going to sound like I'm doing a Craig. Um, <laughs> but um, it's not. It's uh, it's someone that we both know really well, and uh, and, and, and you know his wife. Um, and he had this. <laughs> mat, they, they, they've got like just lo- loads of kids, and and, and their ass is it's, it's like a kind of um, it's like the Osbournes, but they're all they're all off their heads. Like, but um, but he never gets any time on his own. <laughs> And uh, and and he and he said like um, he uh, he has a moment when like all the kids have have gone to school, and he knows he's got a window <laughs> of about five minutes, which is determined by when the hairdryer comes on upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, needless to say, she got wise to it and oh, sussed him out and collared him. But um, he did also say that he was at home once and just thought, yeah, I'll, I've just got to go for it. I've got, I've got to bang one out. Got and go, like, yeah. was, was home alone and just thought, right, I'll, I'll have it up, up up the stairs. And he said, but I just kind of tickled me stem on the bottom stair. <laughs> on the and bottom like, stair. and as, as I walked up the stairs, I thought, oh, and so I literally got to the top, had to throw a sharp right, just went off down a bog. And then that was it. He said, like, <laughs> literally about four seconds, job done. Right. Um, you know what I'm talking about as yeah, well, I don't do you? Now. Yeah, like, yeah, And it, it makes sense That's then, pretty, doesn't oh, it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. mate. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. him. But women don't understand that... I love the m- fact that you've just addressed the camera men, for this. Men have got problems too. And, you know, this is blue like balls a, is a real thing. This is like a charity plea. Yeah. Women, <laughs> we need your help. <laughs> <laughs> we get blue balls. Yeah. And if we don't... Come on, lend a hand. Lend a hand. Or two. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. A hand job's a man's job. 
Yo Joe's a pro job. <laughs> Who was that? It was MC Paul. Oh no, Skin you might not know. <laughs> not MC MC Paul. Me off. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It's a great rap track. Sounds but amazing. Yeah, wank, hashtag wank struggles. We've said it before. Yeah. But women like women have danger wanks. Jesus Christ. I've got I've got girlfriends who have danger wanks. Who just it's not as dangerous. Because it's not, they haven't got a, it's not as explosive, is it? <laughs> no, no. But I did, I did hear, because um, when I was um, looking into my dreams, um, and uh, a lot of dreams, are, you know, significant with men waking up with morning wood. Right. Um, my dreams, trust me, when I wake up screaming, it ain't nothing sexy. Um I'm pretty certain Carol thinks that way as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is nothing, even in the slightest bit erotic about them. Um, but Morning Wood, um, that terminology really makes me laugh. And we, and my van had a song called that. Um, but I'd never heard it before. But apparently when a woman wakes up in a similar state, do you yeah. know what they call it? Um, hold on. Morning Wood's our one. So theirs is... Morning silt. <laughs> That's not a thing. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? Morning Jew. <laughs> oh, amazing. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, what, oh, that was. Um, that was wank, wank, hashtag wank struggles. Hashtag wank struggles. How long have we been going? Uh, 126. So we're actually, we're actually coming up to it now. So let's, let's get a couple more in. Okay. Sorry, I didn't actually hear what you said then. I just nodded. But um, how long have we got left? Oh, I reckon 10 minutes. Okay. Um, right, let's have a look. Uh, top five um, 70s and 80s kids TV shows. Okay. Was that Darth This is Vader? real. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, not the not the shitty cartoon version that they tried doing. Okay. Or was it... En- it was based on Endor, wasn't he? Wookiees on Endor. That was shit. It wasn't even a... It's not even a thing. Let's not okay. talk about it. Um, go on, then. What you uh, got? Grange Hill. Grange Hill was wicked. Again, this Grange Hill is one of those ones. If we did top five theme tunes, Grange Hill might muscle its way in there, actually. That, that was solid. That was solid, yeah. man. That's yeah. proper. That's proper, that yeah. is. Um, see, I kind of caught... The, the Tucker Jenkins era. Okay. Uh, you, you may know him as Mark Fowler. Yeah, Mark Fowler. Yeah. He, oh, he died of AIDS though, didn't he? Uh, yeah. he's, he's no longer with us. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Grange Hill then, and then getting into the, the what I would say was the cream, uh, which was Zamo. See, that was, yeah, I was quite young then, and that was quite scary, that whole drugs thing. Mate, um, I, I was a little older, and it, 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 that scared everyone. Like, mm. that, there's a scene where he ODs in, in the arcade that Rowley worked in, and there's just that, the camera just kind of went, doo-dum, doo-dum. Oh. And, and every time it kind of went, boom, boom, it zoomed closer to him, and he was, like, screwed up. And it was like, that's Sammo. Like, and he, and he's, was he was he on horse? Was he yeah, smack, yeah, smacking yeah, up? yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Oh. Uh, and it was just big news. And then obviously, just say no, come out, tune. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, the, the school that my, my, my daughters go to... Um, they all do smack there, do they? Yeah, oh, it's rife, mate. <laughs> I, um, no, uh, Zamo's mate, Faye. Uh, Layla did look a bit funny like, today. Um, <laughs> she asked me for some money. <laughs> takes the edge off. Um, but yeah... Um, Faye from Grange Hill, uh, her kids go there, and it's so weird because, really? yeah, all the mum, like most of the mums around the gate, and mm. that I'll always say hello to, and, and yeah. I'm all in <clears> chat and that. But I'm, you know, when I see her, I'm like, what? Are you a little bit starstruck? Like, oh, brilliant, does me oh, absolutely does me, and like I you say, don't normally get that stuff. No, yeah. and the only other time I got particularly starstruck, yeah. oh, apart from Brad Pickett, yeah. that that was yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, was. I've done an 80s and 90s night, and I purposely booked Zamo pretty much just so I could hang out with him. And uh, <laughs> and Zamo come to Grey's and, uh, and 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 DJ'd for us. And oh, he was he was just the bollocks. It was just so really? good. And like, yeah, yeah, Zamo Maguire, what a geezer. But yeah, great. And then it kind of went into like, I suppose, were you like the Gonch and Imelda Davis era, or was that still oh, pre Danny see, Kendall and all I that? No, like I wasn't a huge, huge, huge guy. I liked it. 
but I, I can't remember the, the, the plot lines. I remember the Zamo one yeah. more than I remember most of the other ones, really. Yeah. I can't really narrow down many of the other plot lines, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, no, yeah. So, it was good. But I think I, I'm more into the theme tune than I was the fucking Well, I'm going to throw another couple in that are going to... But you ain't going to remember these. There was All one right. called the Red Hand Gang. No. And uh, and it was like about... a a gang uh, in in America and they were all kind of... Did they have red hands? No, I don't I used to sit on, was it? Because they used to sit on them. Was it that sort of gang? Stop trying to make it a red hand <laughs> wang. Um, like don't don't spoil it. Um, wang struggles. That was good. And, um, and and I really liked Huckleberry Finn that used to be on on a Saturday lunchtime. You, I remember watching a couple of episodes but yeah, yeah it weren't all that. Uh, what was that one about again? What was he? He was some dungleberries in a fishing rod or something. Am I making that one up? He dug for berries with a fishing rod. No, he had, he had dungarees and sometimes oh, yeah, he yeah, had a yeah. fishing rod. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he was just a like a he was a little homeless lad mm. that um, his mate Tom Sawyer looked after. But he had a mate called Jim, like who mm. was an escaped slave. Jim was <laughs> a proper good egg. Like, was he? Yeah, he was a proper good bloke, Jim. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, big up, Jim. All your shows are fucking shit, mate. Bullshit. Shit. Bullshit. All right. Want I some? Bet, I, no, right, I bet they've got robots in. And if you say Doctor Who, I want you to go home. Doctor Who's rubbish. Back in the day, it was actually really good. No, but it I don't wasn't. Want, you know, I rated it then. I, I can't connect with it now. It's not what I'm talking about. It's got a good theme. I'm too. talking about it has. And so is this one. Grain Chill, that one, and this one. rent a ghost um, was fucking sick. But it's too late now. You've had your piece and you didn't say it, so right. you can't. You have All to right. pop him back in there now, Renegos. Right. 18. That was 80s. Was it a kids' TV show? It wasn't fucking <laughs> adults, was it? I remember when that Kids were going the fucking... Fir- the first... Oh, the for first ever, The first ep... ep- <laughs> The first episode ever of the A-Team, yeah. I'm sure, was on a Friday night at about 8 o'clock. And then it got moved to, like, Saturday TV. Because no one was getting shot. They were always just diving out of the way. Like, they, they were, planes would go, like, helicopters would crash into, like, mountains, and they'd just, like, be dusting themselves off. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant. It's so good. Um, yeah, it was the shit, the A-Team, wasn't it? It was amazing. I mean, like, they'd get locked in a room... And there'd be, luckily, there'd be a welding kit in there yeah. and garden tools, yeah. and they'd come out with a, you know, mechanic in a tank yeah. that spat fire. fire. Yeah. It was fucking amazing, yeah, it was. man. It was. Yeah, it was so good. For, again, the theme, that theme tune is solid, that one. There's no. For seven years, my band's entrance was in 1963. A crack commando unit was sent for a crime they didn't commit. They still wanted by the government, let's five soldiers of fortune. If you can find them and you can hire, maybe you could hire, and then it'd be like. <laughs> We'd, we'd, Ross had cut it yeah. and it'd go serious problem then he'd, dro- <laughs> then he'd drop the machine guns in after that oh, and then we'd kick straight mate, in that's so uh, proper yeah, oh, yeah mate, that's a yeah. well well put together record yeah. um, uh, theme tune that I don't even need to say anymore um, but then a lot of mine from the 80s would then be obviously cartoons because of my age so we would be going we would be looking at the He-Mans the Thundercats the Transformers yeah. um, other live action things oh um I had Nightmare, which we went on, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. That, was yeah. A, that was a real, that was a highlight. That yeah, was that? Yeah, it was a kids' TV. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, it was yeah. definitely. That was like children's daytime TV. And another one that was called, um, it was like a gang, like you were saying. But it was like they all, it wasn't like a story. It was just a collective of kids who were doing cool things. Like, oh, today we're going to show you how to, you know, do some cool finger painting or something like that. Weren't Why don't Peter? you? Why don't you? Yeah. That was good. Didn't like Blue Peter. Blue Peter was just a bit whack for me. I weren't into that studio shit. Why don't you just switch off the television set, go do something that's boring instead, sitting at home, watching TV, turn it off, it's no good for me. Yes, mate. Why don't you? Yeah. Oh, and the other one was that Aussie one. Um, Nobody tells me what to do. No, not me. Nobody tells me what to say. Can't you see? I got a dream that I'm going to make it. If there's a chance, I'm going to take it. I don't know who that... Can what was it? remember that? Okay, it's gone. And it was just him and his mates, and he was sort of... He wanted to be in a band. He played a guitar. The fuck's that? That one's gone. Was it like... Well, they, they were all about sort of teenagers, weren't they? Mm. Yeah, I sort of know what you mean. Yeah. It was a bit like yeah. Degrassi Junior High style, yeah, wasn't it? yeah. 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 What was that other one? What was that other? There were some great Auss- Aussie ones. You could do a top five on Aussie shows, like around the twi- um, around the twist. Have you ever 
and it felt like this, and it was all crazy stories. Oh, and then what was that uh, heartbreak? Was it heartbreak high? That was the one I was that thinking was good of. As well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Was, am I wrong? I'm probably really wrong here. I'm look at mm. Donut. Was Heath Ledger in that? I don't know. All right. But one of the guys who was Draz, you remember Draz, Drazik, he was a bit the crazy one with the inline roller skates that were all big at the time. Right. He's now in the, uh, he's one of the henchmen in the uh, Avengers movies. Right. One of the bad guys. That's all I've got for you. No, oh, no yeah. more trivia on Heartbreak High. You beat Australia. Nine. Too many animals and shit that can kill me out there. Mm. Stay here. Rain can't kill me. Crocodiles. Sharkies. Spiders. Snakes. Dingoes. Kangaroos. Dingoes. Dingles. Crocodiles. Spiders. Snakes. Earthquakes. It's really hot. No reason. It's dangerous going out there, mate. Have you been out there? Mm. Is it good? He probably lives out there, don't he? He does, yeah. Got uh, a successful um, restaurant. He has, yes, yeah. Mr. Um, oh, God. I've forgotten what my brother's bar's called. Oh, you're such uh, a bad It's in Brisbane. Mr. Brisbane's. No, Alhas. Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, I'll put a link up to it. Why'd you ask about Australia? Just because I was going on about episodes. Uh, yeah, shows. I just wondered yeah, if you've been out there. No, man. So why? I'd love to. I would love yeah. to go. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's sure. all right. Um, right, okay. What one do you want to do next? Last one, mate. Make yeah, it a good right, one. Okay. Um, you pick, mate. Go on. If we want a quick one, top five things about greys. Um, get a few things in there. Yeah, okay. No, I'm just joking, mate. I don't want to talk about greys. Um, wolf sports. Kind of the game. <laughs> yeah. Fat and whipbread. Yeah. Um. um what was that one? Top five songs that meant something to you. Who did that? Oh, one? yeah. Let's do that. Do one each then, shall we? Oh, fuck. Well, if you've got a lot, you, you, you lead the way. I'll, I'll do one. First time you got your heart broke? That's brilliant, that. That's not a song, you prick. No, I know, but no, it's a great it's a great yeah. subject. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that would ru- that ruined blood... That ruined the Chili Peppers for me. Uh, blood, Sex, Sugar, Mag- Magic Record. Absolutely crushed it. Okay. Absolutely, might as well fucking broke that record up and thrown it away. Right. And it's got loads of great songs on there. How about you? First one when I thought I was kind of having my heart broke, mm-hmm. that you think, when you look back, you think, no, I weren't really. Like, but that was like my first kind of proper bird. When that went belly up, I remember driving home from hers, um, Heroes by Bowie come on, and I remember oh. just having a little ball, ball of the eyes out in the car. And so whenever I hear that, it, I do think of driving through these little lanes in, in, in Romford, like being a bit upset. Um, you and Me song by The Wanna Dies. Um, that reminds me of a time kind of mid-90s. And, and it's a really lovely song. It's a really great pop song. And it's... It don't really sound like anything else either. It's, and, and, and I like the one of those. I thought that's some really good songs. Oh, I, and, really, uh, I really believe but that. But that song, still now, if you drop it in an indie club, it goes off. It's and be- it, and it shouldn't song. because the verse, there's nothing. It's just basically his vocal. Um, but you know when it goes, it's... it's it's euphoric. It is, it is, it's euphoric, man. It's, a, it's a beautiful song. We were, ju- talk, we were talking about this the other day, actually, yeah. you and me song, weren't we? Yeah. How, how it was one of our faves. And the lyrics are, are, are really simple, yet effective yeah. and, 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 and beautiful. Um, uh, Newborn by Elbow. Um, oh, I know I know that. It starts with the line, I'll be the corpse in your bathtub. Right, yeah. Um, and it's, um, yeah, there's something about that that... Reminds me of a certain time that, that yeah. kind of captures it. Um, I guess I should have my wedding song. What was that one? I uh, can't remember. We, we come... Push it. Well, <laughs> uh, we come down the aisle with with, with, um, with our children uh, all together rather than the kind of traditional way mm. um, to um, be my baby by the Ronettes, oh. um, which is the best record ever made. Um a record by Billy Brackle must have painted you a picture. Um, and oh, and that, that reminds me of um, kind of never having the courage to approach this girl 
from the art block when uh, I was Brilliant. at college, and and it was like it was one of them things that teeny angst thing where you think, yeah, Billy's talking to me, like, and uh, and yeah, I remember in the end, like she knew my mate, and I wrote her a letter and just just proper put it on the line. When I look back, you think, fucking hell, you dangerous loner. That must have just yeah. been really strange. But yeah. I thought it was like a kind of yeah, what would Morrissey do? Yeah, he'd yeah. write a letter, and uh, yeah, that and um. There's a there's a song by um Billy Bragg called um Tank Park Salute. And he wrote it about his dad passing and uh it, it's it, it really reminds right, it's it's one of them things where he he talks about death, but I don't know how it's how he wants it. I, I hope that he's happy for people to perceive it however they want. Mm. But as a kid, when I was really little, I was petrified of the dark. Right, and uh, and my dad would like sit like at the top of the stairs until I went to sleep, and uh, and I remember like I was, I was in my second year of college, and he was like, "Son, you're gonna have to stop this." And I was joking, and uh, but um, night, Dad. <laughs> it's just a little hot, so I'm not wearing any pajamas tonight, Dad. <laughs> Why a- does he make it sexy, Brad? It is a little bit sexy. Um, Sorry. Right, and and but. And I, I remember, like, going on holiday when I was really young as well, and, and just having that moment where I don't know if you've had it, but you, you, I think you all do, where you just think, oh, no, my mum and dad are going to die one day. Like, And I was just like, and it just hit me like a fucking hammer. And I remember being in a swimming pool and, like, in Scotland, and like, and I was away with my, with my nan and granddad, and I remember just being really upset, and I just wanted to go and see my mum and dad, because it just struck me that, like, my mum and dad are going to die. Yeah. And like, and and it was it was really. A, a, There's an end to this, yeah. Yeah, and and and, and and it's the first time I think my brain had sort of engaged it yeah. at, at any depth yeah. where I just thought, shit, yeah. like you know we are mere mortals, no. and and then and and in Tank Park Salute, the opening line is, um, "Kiss me goodnight and say my prayers, leave the light on at the top of the stairs, Daddy, is it true that we all have to die?" Wow. And like, and it just encapsulates so many things. Yeah. About my childhood, like and 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 yeah, and it's yeah, and and the, the rest of the song is just fucking beautiful. And and Billy Bragg, the the political songs are, are always vital, but he writes love songs like no one else. And yeah, that that song, yeah, absolutely cuts me in half. Um, that's a good choice, mate. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, you. One immediately as soon as I read that. It just it just came to me because um, a few years ago I was driving down at, um, the road and a song came on the radio and I hadn't heard it for about fifteen years and turtle rap turtle rap T U R T L E power um, and it reminded me of how important that record was for me but it overwhelmed me I pulled over I just started crying my eyes out. And basically, it's uh, it was just a, it's a song by Stereophonics called "Local Boy in a Photograph." Yeah, standing at the bar stop with my shopping in my hands, and I'm over here, and, and I love the flow of that. But what we didn't realise back, back railway track, yeah. What, what we didn't realise back when we were, you know, in '96, I think V97, which was massive for us because the best week, one of my best weekends I've always said is V97. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, and Stereophonics were there too, and and my best mate Jamie at the time, he's still alive, yeah. and. Um, and we loved that record. That was like we were really starting to grow in terms of music and ourselves as as human beings. And it was a big record that it debut. Was, it um, was. It was something else. Yeah. And, go on. Go on. And um, yeah, so we loved it. Um, and of course, we. I don't think we even complete. We, we were cottoning on the more we listened to it, but that was a song about suicide. Yeah. And of course, Jamie yeah, killed yeah, himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I hadn't heard that for some reason. Because you, as you get the more the older you get. Albums get lost, don't yeah. they? Like, because I departed from Stereophonics, not much further after word yeah, gets around. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't many more, and I weren't really listening to yeah. it. But it doesn't mean to say I didn't have that. I still don't have that love for that. I've never like walked away from things just because it got less cool or whatever. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I really don't like that. I, it, so I was driving along, and it's down, down, da da da, and then it just started, and yeah. all of that rush all just hit me like. Yeah. Boom, and all about naughty, and all about the fact it is about suicide. And I just yeah. pulled over, and it just 
Because I think when you have significant incidents happen in your life, you learn yeah. to cope with them or whatever. You might go and see someone. I did went to a counsellor and whatnot. And you console yourself, but it's always there. And there's a lot of joy there, yeah, like me and Pip talk about. But also, like, there's ways back to it. And I'm not unhappy that I was crying. Do you know what I mean? Like, I bawled my eyes out, but it felt good. Yeah. Because you, you just realise how real that emotion is and how that feeling is. And that song was just like, you know when you smell cut grass and yeah. it reminds you of a, a beautiful day? You smell a perfume and yeah. it reminds you of a very specific holiday. Yeah. A very specific moment on holiday. That song Dangerous. was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, reminds you of that girl that's no longer yours. Um, it, <laughs> it, it was like that. It was oh, it was like releasing a scent, and it just fucking blew me away. So for me, when I read that, I, it came to me straight away. It was like that was the, another song that was one that just you know, yeah, chokes me up when I hear it, man. Oh yeah, that was a, that was a when they come out. I remember. I think they they were one of the first signings to Branson's V two. Yep, and if I remember rightly, they. They paid venues to put them on, and they played ridiculous amounts of gigs in the first year to get out there. And um, and that, that that I remember seeing them like I've seen them quite a few times, like pre that that V gig. And um, traffic was a tune, like yeah, like and uh, as was a thousand trees yeah. and more life in a tramps fest. And like, but then after that, I, I just think like, I didn't like um, uh, Bartender and the Thief or anything like no. that. Just no, no, I've gone. And then, God, it just got really bad. But I liked Dakota. I thought that was a fucking... Oh, I can't remember that one. It's a kind of bit of a return to form. Mm. Like, they kind of played with a bit of energy again. Mm. Um, you make me feel like the one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that don't sound like no, it No, no, but I, I weren't even digging that. My yeah. mate worked at V2, and um, she's got stories about lead singer Kelly. Yeah. Mazda. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I think that, you know, I don't know, maybe it had all got a bit to their heads. You know, yeah. they were so... It happens to the best of them. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's nothing to do with that. Maybe a bit, you know, maybe they just did a Kings of Leon, but in a direction, because as I say, we discuss this. I grew apart from Kings of Leon. I'm not hating on them for yeah. it. I think they're talented guys. It just, they weren't making music. I wanted to really particularly. Have you told to them? Are they all right? I wrote a letter, but they haven't got back to me. So I think they're really upset. They've no, not took that well. <sighs> Should we just finish? Well, we actually finished on a bit of a point yeah, no, thing, didn't we? So it's nice, probably a good, good time yeah, yeah, to, to finish. Lovely. Normally, we just finish being horrible with each other. Thank you to everyone who's given us top fives. We hope that we we try to just try and get through a lot today as, as opposed to just drill down two really detailed ones. We're going to mix that up and do that. Yep. Next time, we'll drill... The next time we round, maybe we'll drill down and do two really specific ones like we did last time yeah, or boy. whatever. But no, that was wicked. And thanks for everyone's submissions. And thanks if you're watching this. And thanks to Brad for filming it. Thank you. Uh, thanks to 76 for um, producing it and mastering it. Uh, especially for last week because it was a big old long episode. Yep. And it was it was worthwhile. We've been getting loads of wicked feedback yeah, from Defa Guitar Pop. Yeah. Um, and it was wicked to have the boys on. So. Coming soon. Um, recording with a Blue Tone Sunday. Then next yep. week. Um, a few, haven't we? What's going on? We're recording with... Um, the band Asylums. Oh, um, wicked! And uh, that that will be good, as you you know. If are you, we filming that? Um, We've got to ask Brad, haven't we? Yeah, because that'd be a cracking one to film. That will be good. That will be good. Um, what else we got coming up? Um, Adam from Baby Shambles wants to come on. Indeedy, got um, uh, my mate Ed. Yeah, um, he's doing top five uh, drinks, which yep. is going to be fun because he's going to make um, Ed's is uh, Chrissy's special friend. Um, you you met Ed, didn't you? And got all I said colourful. All all fanboy, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, got on uh, really well. and he's like, Oh yeah, he's a really nice guy. And uh, It's a rare thing to see you and Pip get jealous. But anytime I go, Oh my mate Ed, you can both be like oh, <laughs> Ed You well love Ed. Yeah, get and, on well. Uh, yeah. It's a good lad. Like, um yeah. <laughs> Guess what Ed done? Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. The worst yeah. thing is, though, you and Perry are going to just dig. I know what's going to happen. You're just going to dig me out for fucking two hours. Yeah, if, if you're showing signs of enjoyment, I will spoil that to make right. myself feel better about All myself. Right. All right. You know, you know you. it works. Um, thanks ever so much for listening, mm. guys. Um, there is a load more other guests coming up, isn't there, that we, we, um, we, we should 
we still we, we, um, Mark Moore from S Express was yep. was amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. That's so coming got, soon. Still sitting on that bad boy. Yeah. Um, who else we got coming up? Um, you're speaking. Oh, you're Brian speaking Gittins. to Brian Gittins at yeah. the moment, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Or we might have some other massive names that um, Brad's potentially. Yeah, uh, yeah. Better not say anything there because nothing's in writing. But yeah. Yeah. So um, that could be amazing. Yeah. I also like the idea of um, our other podcast recording equipment. When we drive to the Blue Tones on Sunday, we've got probably an hour and a yeah. half each way. Perhaps we could record um, Chris and Stu's road trip. Yeah, okay. We can't really lace that with alcohol, that one. Mm, uh, no, no. But, no. Um, yeah, we could... Uh, could do that. Could do that. Cool. Don't forget Redshift Rebels um, with our new... Because we've re-released the trucker hats that have been selling yep. well. And we've also got a hardcore listing t-shirts. Yeah. And the Riker t-shirts. So, yep. yeah. And it's All summer. Go to Pip's shop as well. Yeah, you man. can buy Pip's kind of swimwear yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And his shades. And um, drunk cast t-shirts. And I'm sure you'll be able to buy lots of if you know lots of stuff that we've just mentioned at our live show we'll have a merch stand and we'll have a web of pip and see if we can sell some drunk cast t-shirts while yeah, we're man. there as well if you want one and some redshift goodies and alcoholistine goodies and um you said you wanted to sign lots of tits no that was you thanks for listening it's a drunken soiree in the within Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.